0: So we're up to Mishnah Zion. This Mishnah that we're going to learn now is in addition to what we left off with of Hevedan, that we are supposed to judge everybody favorably. I don't know if I mentioned last week, but Hashem judges us the way we judge others. If we don't give other people the benefit of the doubt, we open up ourselves for a situation where Hashem will not judge us favorably. So really, we're doing ourselves a favor when we judge people favorably. That's very, very important. So, Nitai Bailey, who was mentioned in the 6th Mishnah, wants to quantify what does that mean, have Hevedan es kol adam l'kapschus. But some people translated, you shall judge all people favorably. And that can't be true, because there are evil people. And to judge them favorably is to give them credibility is to support them so we have to have a measure of honesty and truthfulness when and if we're going to judge. and that's what he's coming to explain over here. you shall distance yourself from a bad neighbor or a bad friend. there is a pos. Which says, Woe unto the evil man and woe unto his neighbor. Because a good person can learn from a bad person. Therefore it's very, very important to be careful what kind of people we surround ourselves with. What kind of friends we choose. Social pressure is a very, very strong enticement. And we've seen throughout the ages... That people get sucked into bad company and then they go ahead and follow their path. So we need to be very discreet. And that's what Nita or Bailey is coming to tell us over here. I think you should distance yourself from bad neighbors. There's a story that they say, if you go into a tannery or if you go into a place where they sell spices or herbs, even if you don't do anything, you just stick around there. You're going to attract the smell. One may say, how could they say this? We're supposed to bring the evil people closer to Hashem. And the answer to that is not if it's a risk to you. I just want to make another point over here. Once it says, Harchet Ra," You shall distance yourself from a bad neighbor. So why does it have to say, you shall not connect to an evil man? I mean, how are you going to connect to this evil man if you distance yourself already from a bad neighbor? And there's something very deep over here. Because if you don't distance yourself from a bad neighbor, you're going to wind up with the next thing, connecting with evil people. See, one thing leads into the other. It starts off small. You keep company with not the right people. Then you become like the evil people themselves. So we have to be very, very careful that if we know his reputation is bad, you distance yourself. And if you're a good person, don't think that you will not be influenced. Don't connect to anybody that's a Russia, because it's going to rub off. That's just the way it is. There's a big discussion, to what extreme do you take it? When there's a sickness or a plague, you run. He's trying to tell us that if someone is what we call established evil person, established, gotta get away. Don't judge him favorably. Don't judge him favorably. He has already worked up his reputation. And this was the big thing between the rabbis in the last 50 years. Should the youth go out and try to bring back the ones that are strayed. And a lot of the rabbis held, no, because you cannot jeopardize yourself. And that's where there became a dispute between the Labavitch movement and other movements. Some rabbis held that in the schus, in the merit of going to save lost souls, Hashem would guard and protect you. The Gemara says, if a woman is drowning, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to jump in and save her. There can be a chassid, a pious man that says, what? You gotta go in there? <laughs> Get close to a woman? So the Gemara says he's called a chassid shaita. So there were many, many Jews that went into the dungeons and went to the dark alleys to pull out the lost Jewish souls. And there were many that were successful. And there were many that got lost there, fell by the wayside. I remember the singer, he was a student of Ravan Kutla. The end of the story is very complicated. He saved thousands. He merited that the Jewish people pray to Hashem with his songs, which is not simple. That means Hashem must love his music. Yet, he still got influence during that period. And he would say, if a woman is drowning, you need to jump in and save her. Nonetheless, he was a human being. Now, a lot of rabbis don't permit it until after you're married. And some rabbis don't permit it until you are truly versed in Torah and you have a mature handle on yourself. Once you have a mature handle on yourself, and certainly if you're accompanied, that's an option. And then the last thing, which is also very, very important, is altis Yahishmen Aperonius. Don't ever give up that people go about the merry way and they are not punished. Hashem has an accounting for everybody. You may see that people are living it up and therefore you are attracted to that lifestyle you want to live it up to. And you say, listen, I got two choices, why shouldn't I be like them? It looks like all is going good for them. So the Mishnah is saying, don't be so attracted to what you see because it may be rosy on the outside, but it will not be so rosy afterwards. Hashem keeps a And there's a reason why evil people are successful. It's an old famous question. Why is the way of the evil successful? Sometimes Hashem has his reasons and he says I'm not going to punish them here I'll reward them here for whatever good they did and then they will pay the price afterwards we don't know Hashem's ways we have to know this we see many times that all of a sudden the tables turn and people that were wealthy all of a sudden become poor I mean this is what we just saw right now Hashem went ahead and he turned the whole world upside down and many of the Wealthy people who thought they have the whole world in their grip, all of a sudden were flipped. So Hashem has His way. Therefore, if you are a wealthy person, you're not allowed to become too egoistic and not become too sure with yourself. Because you don't know. Maybe Hashem is rewarding you now and He has something else in mind. But there's also a deeper thing here. Because if you're going to say, don't give up hope about punishment, we know that God's attributes is more merciful and more good than punishment. So if we're not supposed to give up hope, evil will befall the bad, then we certainly have to have the proper hope that good will befall the good, that Hashem has a way of paying back. we discussed many times, the tova. Meruba amid the peronius, that the measure of good always outweighs the measure of punishment. So Hashem will take care of the people that deserve reward and the people that, on the other hand, what's coming to them. The person that sinned many times says to himself, oh, I'm in big trouble. They don't understand that if they repent with the whole heart and the whole soul, like Mamadi says, and God can testify upon them that their repentance is resolute that they will not return to the evil that they once perpetrated that all of their sins become merits to them and they stand in a higher place than the average person because they tore themselves away from evil it's much much more difficult to be in a bad place and tear yourself away from it than never to be there to begin with. If I never tasted ice cream, so I didn't taste the ice cream, so no big deal if I don't eat ice cream. But if I ate ice cream all the time and now you take it away from me, that's much harder. That's why it says, well, Bala, tshuva, ondim, in a place where the repentant people stand, there's a special place for people that return to Hashem with all their heart and all their soul. And that's very, very important to know. So there's a big reward. That's what's so beautiful. The Prophet says, till the day of his death, the Hashem waits for him. And if he repents, Miyat the Kabbalah, Hashem accepts him right away. I imagine such a thing. A person can sin all his life. But in his last moment, he does tshuva shalema. Hashem's mercy is so great that he can pardon him from everything. So that's a tremendous, tremendous good feeling and support feeling that a Jew has to feel. Especially now when we're coming to our Hashanah Yom Kippur. That if we return to Hashem with our whole heart and our whole soul, that Hashem will forgive us.